This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Zazzo, Rams, and Amber here. We got the NFL draft tonight, so we're uh, very football heavy this morning. And joining us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line, truly steps beyond convenience, the great Tony Dungy, uh, NFL Super Bowl champion here with us. And, you know, with the draft tonight, okay, your head coach in Indianapolis, your head coach in Tampa Bay, is draft day, the war room. Is that an exciting time? Because, uh, coach, you know, I, I get ready for my fantasy football draft. I'm very excited. So, is draft Draft night exciting, or do you get? Uh, is there agita? Is there anxiety when uh, when you're on the clock? No, it, it's really exciting, and being on the clock is usually not that pressurized. Uh, it's leading up to your picks because uh, you've done a, a good job with your staff, with your scouts, with your general manager, and you've lined things up. Hey, if player A is there and player B and player C, we're taking A, and, and so you kind of know what's going to happen when you get on the clock. But it's leading up to that, hey, we really want this guy. We really want, uh, you know, Warwick done. And we're just hoping, pick after pick after pick, that, that no one takes him. And the, the, the real issue is, well, the guy you've got zeroed in, he goes in a couple of picks before you. Now, now what do you do? Is B and C, are those good options for you? Now do you try to trade? That, that's when it gets a little hectic on the clock. If, if you're number one option, is gone, uh, what are you going to do? But to me, that was always exciting, fun times. Coach, who pulls the final trigger? I know you got the scouting department that goes ahead and presents it to the coaches. The coaches give their review to the head office. Who's the one that says, yes, pick him now? Well, it's a collective effort. You know, it's, hey, what do we need? The coaching staff, you know, has this sense of what we need to be better. The general manager has looked at all these people. He's gotten his information from the scouts. And you, you put a board together. This is the order we like him. We'd be happy with, with any of these guys. I remember uh, my second draft in Indianapolis. We had, you know, had a great offense going, and everybody felt we needed defensive help. Coaches felt we needed defensive help. But there were some outstanding offensive players there. And uh, we came to the conclusion, hey, Dallas Clark is going to be a great tight end. If he's there, we're going to take him. And uh, our defensive coaches were upset because they knew we needed help. But we ended up taking Dallas. He ended up being a big part of what we did and, and helped us get to a Super Bowl because he was the best player available. So that has to come down to the general manager, the owner, and the coach, head coach, kind of making that decision. Did Tony Dungy, the head coach at the time, get into any heated arguments while you were on the clock? Not on the clock. As I say, usually that's done before. And then the only thing that would, could kind of – uh, throw a monkey wrench into that. You've got a guy that you want, you're set to take him, and, and someone calls and they want to trade. Uh, I remember my very first draft in, uh, in Tampa. Rich McKay had kind of told me that. And we'd walked through a lot of those scenarios and prepared for it. And he said, you know what, in the second round, we had the first pick in the second round. And he said, uh, we're going to get a call from Bobby Beathard in, in, in San Diego. They're going to offer us next year's number one draft choice for this pick. Uh, are we going to do it? Do we, is there a guy there that we just have to take, or should we say, no, you know, we're going to wait 
and, and, and do that. And so um, that's when, hey, no, I really like this player. We should pick him. No, this team's going to give us a lot of ammunition. Let's trade. You might have those conversations, but there's never a, a situation where uh, you're on the clock and it's a hey, the general manager wants this guy and the coach wants this guy. Uh, that's already been discussed and hammered out. Now we got the great Tony Dungy here with us, the uh, football Pro Football Hall of Famer, Super Bowl winning coach. Now he's here with us because All Pro Dad has partnered with the Florida Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Uh, Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on here? Yeah, uh, as we know, domestic violence has been an issue in our society, in the sports world. Um, you, you've got decisions on draftable players uh, that will come up tonight. Um, you know, this guy's got a domestic violence incident. Yep. Where does it sit? Should we take him? Should we not? So it's impacting a lot of people. It's impacting women, men all over the state. And so we have team with the, the Coalition Against Domestic Violence, and we've gone on a, a big campaign to get men especially information and help that they can use to help their sons, their daughters, their loved ones kind of understand uh, how to have good relationships, how to promote healthy relationships. We've got a resource called Five Tips for Teaching Your Kids About Boundaries uh, that's going to be a real help for dads. So we're excited to be part of this effort to see if we can eliminate domestic violence in our society. Coach, now you talked about Dallas Clark, and now I understand why I wasn't an Indianapolis Colt. I came out the same year as Dallas. So I, I remember it. it. I, no. I understand. I understand. And I remember you guys, it. You guys had a pretty decent center just Saturday for a long, long time. So now I have finally the reason why I never became a Colt. I get well, it. Well, that's, that's the, you know, that's the uh, conversation that you have. <laughs> hey, we've got a great player out there. Brett's ready to go. Should we take him? <laughs> no, we've already got an all-pro center, even though he might be the best player on the board. Mm. Uh, we'll let Jacksonville take it. I, I mean, Brett, Brett could be the guy on ESPN right now instead of Saturday. He could ah, have you know them. what? He was, he was very close. If we'd have pulled the trigger, he might have been. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. But another player you guys have obviously revered is, is Peyton Manning in your time there. And we got a personal friendship down here going on with Coach Gase and someone yeah. who also had a little bit of handlings going on with Peyton. And he's always known for, for making the coach's job look easy uh, or, or make him look really good at what he does. In your experience, behind closed doors i've heard some pretty nasty stories of how peyton is not as all sweet as he seems to be and he's a very hard worker kind of creates a little bit of uh tension because of his work ethic do you have any like nightmare stories that some of your coordinators have come to you with and saying you got to be kidding me with this guy not really but he was very very driven the one thing i'll say about peyton he knew as a quarterback his job was to help his other players play better and so he was focused that way and and he was a great teammate but uh, the, the conversations I used to have with him on, on Tuesdays, he would come in, he's watched a ton of film already on Monday night, and uh, he'd say, you know, we can do this, we can put this play in, New England ran this against them, and I know this will work, and he'd have 30 new plays. And I'd have to say, Peyton, I'm not as smart as you are. I can't process 30 plays. Our players certainly can't process 30. So let's pick out one or two that you really want, and uh, that would be the headache because he'd always have 10 that, that, that he'd want, but uh, he, he was great, and uh, he did. He, he set the bar very high and caused all of our players to, to work hard, but as a head coach, it was great because when you talked about working, about getting ready, preparing, and then your best player sets the, the, the standards so high, it really helps you. 
We got the great Tony Dungy joining us here. Peyton Manning's probably a really good example of how difficult it is to win in the NFL. I mean, you're a guy who won one Super Bowl and you had a lot of successful teams, but Peyton Manning in his prime, okay, he won his second Super Bowl on the way out, but Peyton Manning in his prime won the one Super Bowl uh, with Indianapolis and he's considered one of the best quarterbacks of all time and You'd probably have expected Peyton Manning uh, to win more than than one Super Bowl when he was in his prime, right? Yeah, you do. But again, you it is as you said, it is tough uh, in the National Football League. Miami and uh, Dan Marino, yeah. they had Dan Marino and Don Shula, yeah, and uh, didn't win one in that period of time. I remember when I started coaching at Tampa and we're playing against Green Bay. Mike Holmgren, I thought, was the the best coach in the NFL at the time. Brett Favre was the best offensive player. Reggie White was no question the best defensive player, and they won one. You know that that just shows you how difficult it is to do. Um, we we look at New England and, and what they've been able to do. Uh, that's a, an aberration uh, for sure, and you have to give them a lot of credit. But uh, winning and and putting together streaks uh, is difficult. I played at the tail end of the the great Steeler teams of the seventies, and there was no free agency. And uh, we had Coach Noel for uh, a number of years and Hall of Fame, nine Hall of Fame players. And so we won four in six years. But to do that now, it's, it's very difficult because the salary cap doesn't allow you to keep your team together. There's competition. Ball has to bounce right. You have to stay injury-free. Dallas Clark got hurt in 2004 uh, at the end of the, the playoffs. Uh, otherwise, I think we had a chance to win uh, that year. But Everything has to fall right for you. Well, Tony, of course, is here with us. He's promoting All Pro Dads' partnership with the Florida Coalition Against Domestic Violence, strengthening families throughout the state. And uh, you can check out the five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries at allprodad.com slash boundaries. Tony, we've seen a lot of news this week about players testing positive during the combine. How does that affect how you evaluate a player? You go back and do, do your research, and you talk to those coaches uh, at, at the schools. Tell us what's going on. What do you know about this kid? You, your scouts, they've done a lot of homework uh, about behavior and off-field and everything. And the scout may say, you know what, hey, this may have been an issue, but I, I would stand on the table for this young man. He's going to come in and be the type of person we want. Or the scout may say, you know, I heard some things, there's been some rumblings, this just kind of confirms it. And so you have to have a, a gut feel, and, and some guys get, get downgraded and some don't. I, I can tell you a story, uh, when I was at Minnesota, Warren Sapp uh, had the same situation. Some information came out right before the draft. We were picking 10th, I think. Um, we decided at Minnesota that we weren't going to take it. Uh, Tampa Bay did the same research, same homework. They picked one pick behind us, and they took him. Uh, for me, it was a blessing because the next year I was yeah. the head coach of yeah. the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I think the Lord was looking out for me. Any finger pointing going on in that war room after, say, you do pick a player and a little bit of an I told you so or this guy's a total flop? Does, uh, although costing your, your your job, I guess, as a scout, is there any kind of finger pointing that will go on between any position coaches? It, no, it doesn't, doesn't happen until later on. I, I remember another story. I was in uh, – uh, we were in Tampa, and we turned down Heinz Ward. Uh, our doctor said, you know, he's got a knee that he'll never play more than three years. And Oof. so, you know, we said, hey, we can't draft a guy high that way. We understand. We took him off our board. Uh, Pittsburgh takes him, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. But you, you can't second-guess that. You do the best you can. You've got the information. Everybody's on board with it uh, because the same thing will happen, you know, the other way. People will take a player – 
and you'll shake your head and say, gosh, with the information we had, how could they take this guy? And, um, and it'll end up blowing up in the other team's face. So you just, you know, you do your research, you do what's best for you, and you can't worry about the other teams. Check out the good work that the Hall of Fame coach Tony Dungy is doing at allprodad.com slash boundaries. Keep up the great work, Tony. We appreciate your time today. Hey, thank you, guys, and we appreciate you promoting that for us, um, you know, to help everybody in our state. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate thank it. You. That's the, the great Tony Dungy there with us. I'll tell you something, man. That's pretty cool he knew exactly who you were. I knew that would alarm I'm going to be you. honest. That's pretty cool. I knew cool. that would alarm you. That's pretty cool that he knew exactly who you were and remembered, uh, you know, at least your name in the draft he remember that who year. I, who I went to. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Another great coach did that, too, Bill Belichick. It's uh, it's remarkable how the great ones remember me. All right, don't, don't, don't get too cocky. Don't get, let your head get so big. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.